You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. The evening uh, where we join our very own uh, Sheikh Shoaib Maida on, uh, yes, a program called Pertinence uh, Punctuated. And Alhamdulillah, Pertinence uh, Punctuated really making you feel right, feel good. And Alhamdulillah, giving you advice from uh, someone that is uh, well-respected. He's a Medina University graduate. He is an alim. He's also a motivational speaker, a brilliant a businessman, and also a humanitarian. Sheikh Shoaib Maiza, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And Jazakallah Khair for joining us on the platforms of uh, Marcus Sahaba, the voice of the Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah, and your segment called Pertinence uh, Punctuated. How are you doing, uh, beloved Sheikh? Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to my brother, Shafat Ahmed Khan. And all the dear listeners of Marcus Sahaba this evening, Alhamdulillah, what a beautiful day. You know, Allah has been taking care of us. We say, you know, one of the best ni'mah that you can have is to still be uh, breathing and have your brains intact to be able to know where you are and what you're doing. I think that's the greatest of ni'mah that we can ever have. And for that, I'll say, Alhamdulillah, we have it all. And uh, yes, we have to praise Allah Ta'ala for that, Shaf. Absolutely, Sheikh Shoei Maida, as you said, uh, being insan and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us the capacity to think, brain power, uh, choice power and all this power. But sometimes man, you know, sins against his intelligence and uh, really lets himself down. But oh, our topic uh, this evening, uh, Sheikh uh, Shoei Maida, is abstaining from uh, futile speech. And, you know, you talk about uh, futility, what is futile. And, you know, if I had to describe it, I'll say, you know what, it's a, an, an adjective incapable of producing any useful result, pointless, a futile attempt to keep, uh, you know, uh, maybe uh, uh, to, 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 stop the, uh, or to stop the wind. You can't do it. If Allah wills there to be wind and you want to stop, you can't do it because that will be futility, that will be stupidity. And, uh, you know, in other words, uh, if you make it even uh, simple, futility, maybe careless, you know, careless speech, uh, serving no uh, purpose, completely ineffective efforts, uh, you know, this is what futility is. But our topic this evening, we, you know, we've been warned against being uh, futile and uh, to, uh, to to engage in idle speech and things that uh, want to bring out uh, positive results. Your take on that, uh, Sheikh Shoei Maida? You know, Shav, you always actually very resourceful when it comes to searching out for your program that you do, and Alhamdulillah. This among is the greatest topics, I think, uh, not, it's, big, it's not spoken up in a hurry in a platforms like this, Shav. And I'll say, may Allah to bless you for that, inshallah. You know, to start with actually what you said now, you know, futility or maybe coming with the talks that actually does not help, that does not benefit anybody, but just maybe make people laugh all the time for nothing. You know, it's not good. I mean, you look at uh, <laughs> the rules and conditions of fasting, Shaf. You know, Nabi Sallallahu has taught us, you know, the one who does not leave futility, you know, uh, you're talking about vain talks, you know, and uh, say they're still fasting. You know, for them, you know, it's just a waste of time. They're just leaving the food and staying hungry instead of actually going and eating so that they can do what they're doing. So in other ways, you know, talk or vain talk or future talks or the talk that doesn't benefit anything in any way, definitely are dangerous for a Muslim to be following on. You know, we must avoid that at all the times. You know, our life is a purpose, Shah. And the purpose we have is ta'muruna nasa bil ma'ruf wa tanhawna munkar. 
to enjoin people uh, from what is good and actually forbid them from doing wrong. So this means that we are in check at all the time. So if we use future talks or vain talks or make people laugh all the time, we won't be jokers and comedians all the time and whatsoever we bring there, is nothing that actually is aligned to the deen, then definitely we're going on the wrong track. So we need to understand that whatsoever comes from us as Muslims when we speak, it must be something that is going to get somebody out of trouble or somebody out of wrongdoing or somebody out of insanity to become a sane person or somebody out of following a wrong channel to bring them back to the right, right channel. This is actually our main, uh, our main, our main duty. It's most likely to advise people for the pleasure of Allah who spawned us so they become good people at all the time, Shah. Now, whilst you're talking to Sheikh Shoaib, I've been thinking aloud uh, then people go and have uh, workshops and these shops and all these different types of things. And what do they do at workshops, uh, you know, besides having uh, futile talks and vain talks and wasting time away, this plan and that plan. And many have said that at these uh, different types of workshops, especially when you go to the municipality or if you work in government, uh, you know, positions or you have uh, government departments, they spend millions and millions of rands in futility talking, talking, and not walking the talk. And many say that is futile. Your thoughts on that, you know, wasting innocent taxpayers' money and billions and billions maybe around the world only in talking and eating and doing them all the rest, which is nonsense. Your, what's your thoughts on that, Sheikh Shoei Maida? I know, Shaf, we're sitting in a very actually <clears throat> fragile world whereby, you know, uh, the wrong has become the right and the right has been actually... Uh, left one side, you know, not to be used anymore. You know, you're talking about this kind of uh, actually uh, conferences, uh, uh, seminars and the rest of that stuff. Uh, these are the way that people actually have actually divide, actually devised their own systems where they can siphon money for the taxpayers, where they make up actually one function. You find out the catering in that function uh, it's nowhere near 50,000 runs, but in the bills, it could be coming up to 300 to 400,000 runs. The tent, they oriented somewhere for 18,000 runs for a day. You know, it goes about uh, 70 to 100,000. You know, the speakers that comes in, I mean, uh, it's maybe you look at maybe uh, they will charge 1,000 runs per hour, maybe 1,500 runs per hour, but you'll be put together the speakers and the rest of that 1.2 million and the rest of that. Chaff is all just a waste and a waste and a waste. And unfortunately, we find some of our people who are supposed to be the best, among is the best, to be looking into those issues and trying to correct them. They're part and parcel of that deal. And uh, they come home smiling because there was a seminar and uh, they made money out of it. You know, how you made that money, we're not concerned, Chaff. Actually, we're leaving the track. We are running away from what is right and uh, we're going towards the wrong. And that's why today we're finding a lot of uh, difficulties, a lot of problems uh, within ourselves as an ummah and also as a nation because simply we have uh, run away from the truth, we have run away from what is right and we've gone into the uh, verge where we want to make money by virtually just speaking something and make a lot of money out of it but not going to work hard. You know, remember Nabi Dawood has mentioned about him, even Nabi has mentioned about him, to say he was one Nabi that enjoyed you know, eating money from his sweat. So he worked very hard to do that. So people do, don't want to sweat. You know, you find some that are just in between to get those kind of uh, uh, issues, you know, to put together that kind of seminar, and you find how much percentage is charging for that, yet they won't be no work, except when they're speaking to somebody about it and uh, blow the, pro uh, the prices out of proportion. And who suffers, Shaf? 
It's actually the only seed in the world suffering. Because that money, instead of being used to buy uh, uh, basic necessities for the people, which is actually like medication in the hospitals, you know, upgrade our uh, clinic services and uh, put their very qualified doctors that can help, you know, in, in cases of emergency. You know, we don't have all that money. When it comes to that, there's no money we dry up. You know, you find one, two nurses lining up the whole uh, clinic set up the whole night and there's nobody else. And, you know, females, you look in this time where crime is at the rife, at the highest point, and you leave females to man uh, a clinic, two of them the whole night. What do you expect to come out of their shaft? So definitely, you know, there's a waste somewhere, and there's actually some shooter talks and vent talks that we also involved as a society where we're not stopping it. It's time I think we need to start standing up for the truth and actually make sure things run uh, smooth, and also for us, our input being there to say we want things to run smooth. But the moment we keep quiet and we sleep about it, you know, Shaf, we're going to get what happened to the Banu Israel. When Allah Ta'ala stopped them from doing wrong, and they went and did wrong. And when destruction came in, everybody who was the same person and insane person all got destroyed in one knot. So we need to stand up. You know, if Allah comes to say, now it's time to punish this nation for this wrong, at least you was doing something right. If you go on that note, definitely our place is straight to Jannah. But let's not sit back and watch uh, the rot and the wrongs happening in our societies. You know, we know, yes, there's a price to pay. You know, you give an example of that uh, lady, I don't know what's her name, Decoran, uh, that actually she uh, whistleblowed inf information about what was happening. And if you read that, uh, the road uh, that is Dio, going in... Dio Narayan, yeah. Dio yes, yes, yes. If you read uh, the road that is happening there, and we have our Muslim brothers in there, who can see things like this too, but they're keeping quiet. So they need to start waking up and seeing what is wrong and smell the coffee. You know, our Islam has taught us, man, I mean, for your if you see wrong, use your hands to take it out. If you can't, raise an awareness, speak about it so that people stop doing wrong, Shaf. You know, whilst you're talking, check your Shaf, Maida, mashallah, you know, uh, lovely examples coming through. I was thinking about, you know, cinnamon uh, or synonyms uh, for futility. And some of them I'm thinking that, you know, really match up with like being uh, fruitless, hollow, impractical, ineffective, ineffectual, insufficient, trivial, unproductive. And, you know, you, you look at all these uh, synonyms and uh, if you look at it, these are all traits and qualities of who? But shaitan, an idle, you know, mind is a devil's workshop. And all these things that, you know, I'm thinking about being fruitless, being hollow, being impractical, being ineffective, being ineffectual, being insufficient, being trivial, being unproductive. These are all uh, uh, shaitanic traits, uh, Sheikh Shoei Maida. No, no, definitely, Shaf. You know, if you, even if you look into this, I'll just give you an example. Keep your eyes open. You know, there was one billion uh, run that was put forward for the floods and the rest of that for the victims and the rest of that. If you start following on that money, you find that most of the officials that ate with that money are the ones that are going around, you know, patching themselves in allowances, putting themselves in very expensive accommodation. And yet the layman who suffered this actual devastation got nothing out of it. And yet you'll be tabled on, uh, on the table and the auditors will come and approve it. You know, the accountants will come in there, put everything was right, everything was done accordingly. And yet the suffering are still suffering up to date. So, I mean, this is the time we need to stand up as a, as a nation to say, 
wrong is wrong and right is right. And sometimes we stand up, okay, these things we can do on our own, not waiting for it to be approved so that somebody gets a cut, gets an allowance out of that. We do things on our own. It's our own country we're living in. The infrastructure belongs to us, so we have to take care of that. If it goes wrong, you know, we remember there was another uh, group of people in uh, Deben North Side who stood up, actually started working uh, with those dis uh, distractions that came in with the rains. They started working actually to mend their roads so they can have uh, actually the channels of passing through of communication for themselves and trading for themselves. So we need to be uh, on that right side where we can stand up and say, now let's do this as a nation. Let's do this as the people living together and work together and improve our infrastructure together. You know, if we sleep and leave it one side to say they'll do it, then we sit and wait for years and years and there'll be money approved year in, year, year out, and all that will go into our allowances, making meetings that are there to fix the thing that is not fixed. You know, and this is actually sad. Not only I'm talking about this in South Africa, but most of African countries, we have that syndrome, Shaf, where uh, we don't want to work, but we want to sit, make meetings, talk, 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 out of that talk and charge it to the government. At the end of the day, there's no work done. The talk has been done. Nobody walking the talk, Shaf. Yeah, and uh, getting uh, working overtime, 20, 200 hours, 240 hours overtime. Hey, and what's your job is? Yeah, picking up dirt here, then everywhere. But you want to make, you want to be in the bucks. Yeah, you want to have a lot of bucks and do what else, you know, waste of time. And, you know, when you think of all the futility, let's look at, uh, you know, the West. They started off building these huge skyscrapers, huge buildings, high, high towers. And, you know, this tower, that tower, Eiffel Tower and this and that. And then you found suddenly in Dubai, they started building big, big towers. Futility. Then this now in Saudi Arabia. This guy wants to build a Neom city. And what he wants to build, he wants to build the highest and the biggest and the tallest towers on earth. I mean, what futility you're wasting money. What are you trying to prove? What are you, you know, you, you I mean, this once again, we look at uh, Pharaoh, you know, told me, uh, I think he told Haman, build me that uh, high, high towers. I want to see the God of uh, uh, Musa. I want to see his God. Build me a tower, tower so I can go and check him out. What are these people trying to prove? And the tragedy is, those that are in Muslim land have been, uh, you know, captured uh, by these uh, movements, or maybe we call it the Illuminati, or the Freemasonry movements, or these uh, movements uh, that are usually and generally godless uh, people. Talk to me, Sheikh Shoaib Maida. You know, Chef, uh, you know, if you look into this, it's such an amazing 1400 years ago, Nabi Shasalam did mention, you know, to say when Kiamat comes near, you see the poor barefooted Arabs that walked, stayed in desert, they'll be actually competing in, in constructing the highest buildings. You know, and I mean, you can see it happening now. 1,400 years ago, it was prophesied. Now it's happening now. Not only that, Shaf, the land is not enough. We go steal from the sea as well, you know, stealing part of the sea to put up structures. And I mean, a lot of times just watching stories, story, and once the sea one day comes back to claim whatsoever is belonging to it. And I mean, it shows you the laws that a human being can actually incur out of that. You know, you know your boundaries where Allah has put for you. And you're going deep inside just to make something, just to show the world you can throw something. Yes, Allah will leave you for that little bit period of time for you to see that. But when the time comes in, you see how much loss you're going to incur out of that. So yes, as you said, Shaf, this is all happening, you know, not only there, everywhere in the world. And uh, I mean, these are the signs that Kayamat is just around the corner. So we have actually to guard ourselves. These are the moments that you need to have your deen in you. You know, not uh, you start looking for the deen, but you have the deen in you. The deen is there already. 
we need to actually go deep and dig deep about what the dean wants from us. You must remember our dean is a way of life. So the fact that we've moved away from the dean and we want to do things only when it suits us, we go pick up from the dean and actually attach it to our identity, then we've gone wrong completely. But let's take out all the identities that we have attached to ourselves. You know, all these, I'm a money man, I'm this, I'm that, I'm that. I can make the mountains move. All that, let's take it out and let's go into the real lifestyle, which is the dean of Islam, which teaches us to be humble. You know, not wasteful, you know, not boastful and not arrogant. You know, and not do things for the show of to say, no, we can do better than you. But do it for the pleasure of Allah. Even if you have to show, do it for the pleasure of Allah. But to show we can put up the higher tall buildings and everybody can do it. Just to show the world we're good in doing that. And yet the masses in the Muslim communities are suffering, are still hungry. Some are not paying the light, some cannot buy food, some cannot send their children to schools, cannot pay their rentals. You know, they don't have any money, they don't know where the next meal is coming from. Then really, we're looking at some kind of trouble that is going to come. You know, Allah has mentioned, you will never change our conditions until we change our own conditions. So this is to show us that there's something big that might come in because of our behavior. So if we change our behavior and actually be humble and look into human beings as the creations of Allah and look at that if you have excess, what Allah said is take it and give to those that are less fortunate, then definitely we're going to be back on a good level. But as long as we don't look at all this, but of course we want to get any funds we can and put up the top building, that is not even livable at some uh, extent of time, then Shaf, we're heading towards destruction. Yeah, as you talk about, uh, you know, the tall buildings are destructions, and especially, you know, we, it's a tragedy when we look at uh, Makkah, Mukarramah, and you look at, you know, the purpose of us going there, is, uh, you know, to glorify our creator. It's a uh, death before death and, you know, to, to circumambulate the Kaabatullah and so forth. But to focus on uh, that's the central focus of, you know, you know, that Kaabatullah is uh, directly under the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But around this beautiful, beautiful structure, you know, the structure that Ibrahim alayhi salam built with his son Ismail alayhi salam, we have these uh, big clock towers or what towers they call it. And we have uh, all the different stores there. It's a becoming a, a you know a shopping mall, and you know the significance of the Kabatullah. If you look at it, if you take a you know a, an aerial shot of the area, uh, the uh, you know Kabatullah fades into insignificance. You know it's such a tragedy because the main focus is a Kabatullah. But if you look at it, it looks like a mini town, like a small matchbox. Uh, Sheikh Shoei Maida, and you know, these are people living in the tall. How futile that is. How how futile Sheikh Shoei Maida. Utility indeed. No, no, definitely, Shaf. You look at this, really, we're losing the whole concept. That's why, you know, uh, we stopped actually following the DNA concepts. Actually, we're dancing to other tunes outside there, you know, where we could close up the place of worship, the place of Baraka, where Allah brought the water for Shifa, for cure, for everything. We can stop the people due to COVID. You cannot go there and make it bad. And we know there's a water of Zamzam which cures everything. You could not have stopped. Uh, Allah to cure the COVID, that was there. But we close following the whole uh, entire world to say, because they're saying this, and we dance with that tune. Uh, it's really something that is very sad. You know, we still, I mean, uh, in those times where, you know, we are very selective when it comes to our deen information. 
You know, what Allah says, we find a way actually to whiz around it so that we, we bring up a certain fatwa that suits us in order to actually deviate from Allah's uh, sharia. And this is what we've seen happening all over. And then they want to build every mansion everywhere in the world that is big and uh, actually sit on that money. And if you look at that, another thing, Shaf, is that, you know, all that money, you know, it's not the money that belongs to Saudi Arabia, uh, talking about uh, structures and all that money belongs to the Muslim uh, people around the world. You must remember the money that comes for Umrah and for Hajj, that belongs to the Ummah, it doesn't belong to a country. So that has been utilized as well, put in one baggage which it belongs to one country and they can do with it as they please. And yet there's Muslims out of there, look at Somalia, Shaf, you know, the hunger does not end there. Year in, year out, we see pictures of people suffering. Look at Palestine as well in war since I don't know how many years. And there's people that are suffering. People bombarded every day through those, through those bombs and the chemicals that actually are coming to them. People are born actually with def deformities. And all these, they need some kind of assistance. And there's money that could cater for all, this info for, for all these issues. But unfortunately, it's been held one side way, but it's not going to where it's supposed to be going. And you know, I mean, uh, yeah, there was a time, you know, you say, you know, yeah, Juj and Majuj, you know, Yes, George, and your George, you know, it came to that time, now it's going straight. Whereby it's not that Majuj that we knew, but now it's like, okay, George Bush and them, the uh, era that came and start shaping, you know, the way how things should be done. And they've bought into that kind of uh, style shaft. Instead of going back to the Sunnah to say, how do we process, how do we work towards all these actually infrastructure that are coming in? Because this simply belongs to the Muslims. You look at Makkah and Medina, those areas shouldn't be belonging to Saudi Arabia. That belongs to the Muslim uh, nation. It belongs to all of us as Muslims. So we need to work on it on the face that every Muslim knows what is happening and has, what has to be done. Yes, Alhamdulillah, they've done a lot of good developments, but some of it have come in at a big price where by now we got uh, actually uh, liquor and whatsoever allowed in certain areas, which shouldn't have been allowed to to, to, uh, to that extent. But anyway, you know, Allah knows best, but what we can do, we cannot sit one side. We have to make duas and make as much duas. I remember uh, chatting to one old man, he passed on, Chaf. You know, he says to me, you know, that country, all that area in the Middle East is going down. It will need a revolution to start from this part of the world, from us in South Africa and started and pulling it up and teach them again, bring them back to the uh, right, uh, right, uh, right way of doing the things as Muslims shaft. Yes, sir, Sheikh Shoemaiza, you very eloquently have alluded to the fact that the Yahud and the Nasaras are running rampant in that area. And also, you know, the uh, construction and all that. The role model, it seems as if the Manhattans and the New Yorks and all these other, you know, American cities are a role model for these Arabs. These Arabs, these are future, the futility, you know, goes on and on. And the opposite of uh, futility, Sheikh Shoemaiza is being useful, being fruitful, being someone that's, uh, of, uh, you know, of a benefit. So, Alhamdulillah, Sheikh Shoy Maida, as we round up, uh, perhaps your parting words uh, uh, this uh, evening. You know, parting words would be, you know, follow the sunnah and the tradition of Nabi Shasallam. And it mentioned, as you said, you know, his copycat of Manhattan, New York, I mentioned all of them. And we know how Nabi Shasallam said, if you imitate a nation, you will be amongst them. So, definitely, this is where we're heading to say, let's stop imitating those that do not like us, those that are, not, that are not in with us, but those that are there just to make money out of us, let's not imitate them. Go back to the Muslims. Let's go back to the basics, inshallah, and things will come right. And once again, Shaf, beautiful topic, and may Allah reward you for this topic, Shaf. 
also used to shake uh, Shoei Baiza for being, uh, you know, uh, so eloquent on uh, this platform. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you. Allah keep you. Allah bless you now and forever. You have a blessed evening ahead. And inshallah, we'll um, uh, talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Time for us to go for our break. Uh, where we'll inshallah be joining uh, Molana Salim Karima. And then we will continue. Let's go for our break.